Do you want to maximize your success with NCUA? Join Mark Trichel as he shares with you the insider's view on passing your exam with Flying Colors. The With Flying Colors podcast is sponsored by Credit Union Exam Solutions by Mark Trichel. If you would like to work directly with the Credit Union Exam Solutions team and receive support to optimize your results with NCUA so you save time and money, visit us at marktrichel.com to find out more. Hey, this is Mark Trichel here. This is my first special edition of what happened at NCUA today. Today was the NCUA board meeting, March 17th, 2022. It's also the first time I've used my intro that you just had the opportunity of hearing with some fun music in the background. I hope you enjoyed that. So the NCUA board had three items on their agenda, two votes and one board briefing. The votes were the five-year strategic plan, the one-year annual plan, and the briefing was a board briefing on the corporate system resolution update. In a few minutes, I'm going to tell you what my takeaways were after listening to this two-hour board meeting, and I should be able to summarize it in about four minutes. All right, the five-year strategic plan. I have two takeaways from the five-year strategic plan. There is a section on climate change and there was much debate. The, the NCUA board got a lot of feedback on the fact that they were including climate change in the budget. The good news is while it's there, it's really much ado about nothing. There's really, as they say, no there there. If you were to take a look at about the 300 words in the five-year strategic plan on climate change, there's one sentence that I'll highlight. It says credit unions need to consider climate-related financial risks and how they could affect their membership and institutional performance. They made it very clear based on the discussion by the board that there's no requirements here. They're just simply highlighting it. I guess a, a good way to look at this is climate change uh, is big for the Biden administration. So I believe Chairman Todd Harper wanted something in the strategic plan on climate change. The Republican board members uh, allowed that to happen. But again, the language is quite tame and it really just points it out. So Todd wins by getting it into the strategic plan. But credit unions win because there are no real requirements there. If it's something that impacts you and your you determine that it impacts you and your credit union, it's something that you can choose to deal with. So there was a second item in the five year strategic plan that is worth noting. And this was brought up by board member Rodney Hood. And it relates to some things that Todd Harper said at CUNA GAC and something that Todd Harper put in NCUA's priority letter to credit unions. And this relates to overdraft programs. So in the board meeting, board member Hood almost called him chairman. He used to be the chairman. Board member Hood brought up when there was a reference to consumer compliance, he thanked staff for having consumer compliance in the five-year strategic plan. And he said, while overdraft programs are not specifically mentioned in the strategic plan, there's been a lot of news about NCUA having in their priority letter to credit unions on their exam priorities, a discussion of overdraft programs. And also, this wasn't said at the table, but Todd Harper made it the focal point of, in my opinion, the focal point of his speech at CUNA GAC a couple of weeks back. And at GAC, Todd recited the letter to credit unions, which states relative to overdraft programs, examiners will request information about a credit union's policies and procedures governing its overdraft programs and 
the monitoring tools and audit of its overdraft programs, as well as the communications it provides to consumers about such programs. We anticipate using this documentation for a fuller review of credit unions overdraft programs in 2023. So Todd spoke to it at GAC. Todd put it in the priority letter to raise uh, the specter of this, which I understand why he wants to do that with large banks across the country going away from overdraft programs. And some credit unions utilize this. Some credit unions make quite a bit of money off of this. And so Todd is making a point to get this highlighted that credit unions need to understand how this might impact them with a trend towards their larger banks not doing overdraft fees. What is it that credit unions will do? But it scared credit unions a little bit because they thought, oh gosh, what is NCUA going to do? Are they going to come in and be a little heavy handed in the exam uh, in the exams going on? So I just read to you what actually is happening in the letter to credit unions about what's going to happen. But board member Hood wanted to flesh that out a little bit to make sure that examiners would not be overzealous and that the intent was not to come in and end up with document resolutions and examiner findings. He was effective in that regard. However, staff, what staff did is they specifically referred back to the fact that in 2002, NCUA went to a risk-focused examination. And under a risk-focused examination, if the examiner sees something that they think they need to dig into that might create a risk for the credit union, they'll take a look at it and they have the authority to do that. And it could, under that scenario, wind up in your examination report. The point being, and Hood made sure that there was a clarification on this, what's going on relative to this fact gathering on overdrafts should not, that in and of itself should not lead to you uh, being dinged in your exam on your overdraft uh, protection program and how you're communicating it and how you're auditing. However, the data that they gather, as it says in the letter, may become part of an exam procedures in 2023. So short-term you should be okay. By 2023, there may be more exam steps in this regard. So stay tuned on that. But that was a good clarification to get. And the answer is, it really depends. If there's something there uh, that NCUA wants to dig into, they can always, and they did, reserve the right to do so. All right. So that is really, to me, the highlights of what came up in the five-year strategic plan. On the one-year annual plan, there, there's not really much I want to mention in that regard, other than a point that board member Rodney Hood again made relative to field of membership. There's a reference to low-income designated credit unions, and uh, board member Hood took that as an opportunity to mention the concept of once you become an underserved credit union, he believes you should be able to stay an underserved credit union because there are credit unions out there that are having to re-verify that they qualify. And I think they've been making a little bit of noise to the board level. And so, and actually Rodney Hood, uh, either before, during, and after the board meeting actually did a tweet on what his position on this is. And he stated low-income designated credit unions should always be a like you, low-income credit union, because we should want areas to grow out of this designation. That should be the goal. Great point. Additionally, this is how NCUA treats underserved areas. In other words, once an underserved area, always an underserved area. So the goal is to get once a low-income designated credit union, always a low-income designated credit union is what I'm hearing 
the board say. I think that would be a great get for credit unions. And I'm sure they're pushing NCUA's legal staff on that to see if, some, if that's something uh, that is possible under the way the Federal Credit Union Act reads. So I would predict if it is something that can be interpreted as legal, that that's where NCUA will land on this sometime in the future. And that's exciting progress in that regard. All right. The third topic was a board briefing on the corporate system resolution update. There was a lot of discussion about how well real estate has improved. And as a result of real estate improving since the crisis of 08 at 09, that nearly $2 billion have been paid back to credit unions of capital that they wrote off as a result of the corporate crisis. There were great dialogues from all three board members about what this means for credit unions, how well NCUA staff did in regards to getting these recoveries. They talked a little bit about the contingency fees that were paid. They talked a little bit about the fact that NCUA needed to enter into relationships with attorneys that we were told back 10 years ago that there was no chance of recoveries. And the only way to get attorneys to take the cases on was with a contingency fee because NCUA didn't have the cash at the time to go out and pay hourly to the attorneys. So anyway, it's been a great recovery for credit unions. They talked about the fact that there will be more recoveries coming in September, that they're on a cycle of doing those recoveries uh, on a six-month cycle. And really, it was a lot of good news. They also talked a little bit about how you have to go with the information you know and the cash that you have at the time. Todd Harper made a great reference to playing poker and that the the house is not going to fund you money that you don't have. And that NCUA, um, in his opinion, did a really good job on this. They praised staff, which so many people at NCUA were involved in making that program a success. I'm not going to name anybody because inevitably I would leave somebody out, but many, many, many people at NCUA made that a success. There was also a great quote from board member Hauptman about what gets measured gets done. And that was circling back as a reference to the five-year strategic plan. If you measure it, it will get done. And that's true. If you put something out there in the plan, it's something that staff will stay focused on. So that's it as it relates to this special edition of what happened at NCUA today. And in the future, I will be doing these most likely for board meetings where something material happens that I'd like to talk about, or potentially just issuance by NCUA that I think a more timely, time-sensitive podcast is appropriate. Have a great day, and I hope to see you again or have you listen again here soon on With Flying Colors. Thank you for joining us on this episode of With Flying Colors. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app to hear future episodes where subject matter experts of all varieties will provide tips on how to achieve success with NCUA. If you would like to learn more about how we assist credit unions, check out our services at marktreichel.com. 